Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning routine with Freedom. I'm Freedom, and it is Friday morning, August the 24th, 2018, episode number 415. It's a fine Friday indeed. Yes, a fine Friday. So, hope your week has been going great. Hope Thursday measured up to what you were hoping for. I hope that your perspective of yesterday maybe was altered slightly by our time that we spent together and that you were focused on things that may have a more lasting impact on your life and other people's around you instead of just a temporary one. So I hope that happened yesterday. I know it had an impact on me. I thought about it all, all day long and uh, not all day long, sporadically throughout the day. Let's be honest about it, right? So, uh, but here we are, it's Friday, end of the work week. I hope you're ready to make this day count. It's gonna be a fine day here. I just have that feeling. So, uh, anyways, I have some stories for you lined up this morning, and I keep telling myself that I'm gonna transition quicker into the stories instead of all the beginning time that I ramble on, and then I start rambling on like I'm doing right now. But here we go. We're going into stories, so we're gonna jump into some three articles that I've got lined up for you. You can find all of them in their entirety at themorningroutine.live. Yes, you can go there. They're all there, fully searchable. All for you. Today at 10 a.m. your email will ding if you've gone there and signed up for the newsletter. And you will get one email that has links to all of the articles that we shared this week in case you missed anything. So uh, there you have it then. Go on over there and check it out. But on we go, guys. The first story that I have lined up for you today. Uh, oh, speaking of, The Hustle had a comment the other day. A little shower thought. Yeah. Bean bags are just boneless so sofas. Right? Yep. Just a sofa without some bones. That's all it is. But anyways, on to stories. The first story that I have is uh, out of Fast Company magazine, magazine, The Emotionally Intelligent Way to Resolve Disagreements Faster. Oh, emotionally intelligent, you say. Very good. All right. You know, it's tough to be emotionally intelligent, right? To keep your emotions in check. And make decisions based out of intelligence and wisdom instead of being emotionally reactive. It's very hard to do. But if you can do it, this article talks about how you can resolve disagreements faster. Two big steps. The first one that they have written in here. Now, I have boiled this whole article down to two things. So you're going to want to go read the whole thing at themorningroutine.live. But one, agree on something other than the solution. If there's a, degree, a disagreement, that means you ne don't necessarily have the same solution in mind. But agree on something. It's natural during conflicts to feel you have to prove that you're right. But this only escalates things. One party may give, give in, but it will be at the expense of wasted time, energy, and morale. Finding some common ground as soon as you detect the first signs of tension or conflict you can then start working quickly toward a mutually agreeable solution. Hmm. When you find a way to agree, it's easier for the other person to lay down their arms and stop fighting. So in here, they give an example. Let's say you're disagreeing, disagreeing on how to do something with somebody, but you both can find common ground and agree that the outcome is what you both are trying to get to. And you establish that you agree on what outcome you want, and then you can start working on, all right, how are we gonna get there, even though we have different points of view on that, right? So just a good example. Uh, the second thing 
The psychology of agreeing, they call it in this article. Finding something to agree on, people tend to automatically reciprocate. So when you agree, your opponent is more likely to find something else to agree with you about in return. Hmm. Agreeing tends to bring out the best in other people, but it can also bring out the best in you. By pushing yourself to find common ground, you can shift your own thinking in a more collaborative direction. I like that. It's actually putting some weight on you or myself in a disagreement. Instead of forcing and trying to force that we're right, how about morphing ourselves a little bit and maybe, uh, you know, be massaging the way we think too. I like that. So anyways, that's that article. Great article. It's, uh, I would suggest reading, especially if you work in a workplace or if, you know, anybody that you have disagreements with on a regular basis. Why not try to figure out how to solve it better, right? The second article that I have for you is that of Outline. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. You know, judgment-free zone here. We covered an article a week or two ago about the booming business of luxury chickens. How there's huge numbers of people who now have chickens as pets in cities and things like that. And now there's luxury chickens. Well, when you have luxury chickens... You now have the booming business of luxury chicken diapers. Yes, chicken diapers, guys. Pampered Poultry is the name of a company. Currently sells 50 or 500 to 1,000 diapers, which retail for $18 each, each month. 500 to 1,000. $18 a piece each month. Chicken diaper. There's not a single state that we don't ship to, they said. Over the last decade, raising chickens, once the domain of rural farmers who would house flocks of hundreds of chickens on their property, has become an elite hobby. Certain chicken owners have hired chicken whisperers to consult on their pet's comfort at $225 an hour. We spend an insane amount of money we thought we'd feed them leftovers, but our chickens end up eating grilled salmon steak, fresh lettuce, and organic watermelon, one chicken owner said. Judgment free. Judgment free. And where indoor chickens go, diapers follow. Some chickens can be housebroken, but it's not an easy task. Most chicken diapers are machine washable and intended for, to endure for months. <sighs> they also currently offer $15 blue or purple tutus alongside more upscale nightgowns marketed for the fashion-conscious hen. Chicken dresses comprise 10% of their business, amounting to about 100 dresses sold per month. I don't even know where to go with that one. Wow. That's all I got to say. Let's go on. All right, let's just... Chicken diapers, self-control, emotional intelligence. Hold it all in. I know you're thinking things. Just, just keep it to yourself, all right? Number three in the last story that I have for you is just a little funny blurb. That's all it is. It's out of DW. Uh, elderly men escape nursing home to go to Wacken Metal Festival. Yes. Now, if you're watching on video, the picture behind me, the gentleman there, that is not the guy. That's just the 
picture I found that has an old guy at a rock concert. That's not the actual guy. The nursing home alerted police after the gentlemen were found to be missing from the center. Police then found the aging metalheads, two of them, at 3 a.m. At the, at the Wacken Air Open Air, the world's biggest heavy metal festival. The men were reluctant to leave the four-day festival, so police escorted them home with the help of taxi and a patrol car. They obviously liked the metal festival, police spokeswoman said. Headlining acts this year were Danzig, Judas Priest, Hatebreed, In Flames, Running Wild, Arc Enemy, In Extremo, and Eskimo Callboy. Yes, I have a feeling that if I ever end up in an assisted living home, that just might be me. It's possible that I could be breaking out to go see some Metallica or, you know, who knows. By then, though, they'd have to be breaking out of those places, too, to go perform, I would assume. So, I don't know. But, anyways, good for them. Still young at heart. That's what I like to hear. So, that is the end of our stories today. Let's move on to some Google Trends, the top 10 most searched things yesterday on Google. Number one, Epic Games. Epic Games is a creator of Fortnite. And, of course, they are making bank all day long. So, number one. Number two, Cleveland Browns. Yes, the Cleveland Browns faced off in some preseason game last night against uh, the Eagles. Number three, Tomato Temple. That has to do with Fortnite, the game. Number four, Ed King. Uh, he was the former uh, Le Leonard Skinner guitarist. Um, don't know why he's ranking. He doesn't say here on the quick blurb. So, uh, Number five, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods finished even in the first round of the Northern Trust golf match yesterday. He's playing good golf again, that guy. Uh, number six, the Happy Time Murders. Uh, number seven, Indians versus Red Sox baseball. Number eight, Paris Denard. CNN suspends Paris Denard. Uh, number nine, David Pecker. David Pecker, National uh, Chief of National Enquirer's Pub Chief of National Enquirer's Publisher. I don't know. Number ten, and last but not least, Jeff Sessions. Yes, a little politics. At the end at number ten. So that's what's trending on Google. Top ten most searched things. Let's move forward, guys, to a passage of wisdom, and slow things down. Just a notch. Today's passage of wisdom kind of feeds off of what we talked about yesterday. And uh, it, it uh, same kind of scenario. It's a good reminder going into the weekend. And, uh, you know, it's always good to be reminded to keep things in proper perspective, you know. Today's passage is out of Hebrew chapter 19, verse 5. Your life should be free from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Hmm. It's a great passage. It's a great reminder. At the same time, it can be very difficult. So let's just start. Your life should be free from the love of money doesn't say your life should be free of money and should not have money. It says your life should not be free of being focused on loving money and nothing else. It then continues to say, be satisfied with what you have. This, I let's be honest about it, okay? When you have nothing, this is hard. When you struggle every month, to meet your bills, 
and to to pay the bills and to have food and gas for the car to get to work or or you're cutting you can't get the car fixed to get to work and you can't get to work get the money to fix your car and and you read a passage that says be satisfied with what you have you probably feel like breaking something you know what i mean but then you don't have the money to fix it so you don't be satisfied with what you have this is a frame of mind and it's harder for others than some I, it's also very difficult for the more money you have as well. Because the more money, you see the potential to do grand things. You know, you can have this. Oh, I'd love to do that. Oh, man, I'm not satisfied. I want that. I got to work more. I want that. I want that extra. I want that. There's always a level. This is a challenge of being thankful for what you do have and leaning on God and trusting on Him to guide you through the process of wherever you're at, whether you have nothing or where you have so much that you're just stuck in the frame rent or getting more. For he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. God is with you through everything, whether you're poor or wealthy or whatever the stages are. Your life should be free from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Let's pray, guys. And let's get this day started. Father, good morning. Father, we thank you for this Friday. Another end of the work week day. Father, we ask that you be with us today as we go out into the workforce and as we're uh, trying to be productive. Help us to use our time wisely and to, and to really find ways to weed out the distractions and really get down to business and get our jobs done. Make us Help us to be a shining star in our workplace. Somebody who works hard and, and, and just pushes because that's what we were hired to do. Help us to also be the person that people enjoy to be around. That we have uh, positive thoughts to say. And, we have, uh, and we're kind and considerate and caring and helpful. And all the things that are, you would do if you were here. Because we are your hands and feet as we go through the day. Father, we thank you for this passage today. Help us today, Father, to one, if we have a love of money, to help us let go of that. Maybe we have a love of money because we've always had it and all we know is to have money. Maybe we have, have a love of money because we never had it and now we have a little and so it's just now we're just leaning. Whatever it might be, we all have different life situations. Help massage that. Help us weed it. Help us change our focus away from that, Father. Help us to keep our eye on you because you have promised to always be there with us. Help us to be satisfied with whatever it is that we have. And Father, we know that you want us to be productive. And we know that you give us gifts to use, to prosper, and to accomplish. And we know you want us to be driven. Help us to be those things without making it all about money. Father, we thank you for your guidance, your love, and your strength that we'll need today if we're trying to change our point of view and reference in the work that we do. We love you, and we thank you for the grace that you give. Amen. And that, my friends, is a wrap. Thanks for being here this week on The Morning Routine. I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope that you have a splendid Friday and a fantastic weekend as we move forward.
And until Monday when we meet again, don't you forget that today and the next three days, a great opportunity for you to be exactly who you were meant to be. I love you guys. See you later.